millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome, welcome, welcome everyone to our very first episode of the Flex and Bobo show. I am your host, Bobo, and I'm here with the beautiful... Flex! <laughs> She's arrived. We're coming at you. She has arrived. The queen has arrived. We are literally sitting in two different continents right now. Yes. Like, guys, the world is mad <laughs> right now. I'm in New York. Flex is in Australia. Yeah. We're so excited. And our first topic is dating. Wow, should we just jump right into it? Let's jump should we into give it. some context? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I want to know from your perspective, and then we'll also just talk about like where we are in our dating lives, just for context. Perfect. That I want to know do you think it is necessary for us as women, cis women, to be dating? Like, who does romance benefit? <sighs> How do you feel? <laughs> I'm crying. Do you know what? I think up until recently, I would have thought it was just, I wouldn't have questioned it. Like, it's not about do we need to or should we? It's just like, we're going to, because that's the natural progression of being like a cis hetero yeah. woman in 2019 and beyond. Like, you find your person, you keep your person, you yeah. grow with your person and so on and so forth. But it's not lost on me the irony that we all enter these relationships that are less than savory. Like, you know, if it was so easy and so necessary, then would it be so difficult to yeah. engage in one, you know? So while I don't think we need to do anything but work on ourselves and our own development, I probably think, yeah, we don't need to be in relationships either. Does that mean I will stop from pursuing them? Absolutely not. But I think that yeah. that's just a reminder of my mortality, like my human mortality, Ooh. the contradictions <laughs> of self. You know, you know better, but you don't do better. But I will. But why do our relationships fall apart? Like, why is it as women, mm. we get into relationships, they end up just being <laughs> less than savory, as you put it. What is it? Is it the contracts of romance that's fucked or is it us as human beings that like, is, is romance just not even like a natural thing? I think the construct is just, yeah, it's, it's, it's fucked, it's cooked. It doesn't make any sense. And I think, you know, the fatal flaw is that we, we have so many avenues to learn and understand what romance is from such a young age. And it's so constructed yeah. and it's so contrived that when we get to the actual nuances of what it takes to develop that kind of connection with someone in real life, we're so confused because it's not following a key classic plot line. The tropes aren't the same. Like there's a living, breathing yeah. person you're working with with different motivations, different strengths and weaknesses, and they contrast with yours. And I've always... I also think the nature of the fact is that people struggle so hard to articulate or no, not even articulate but to really understand what it is they're feeling and then to trust that they're going to articulate the way that they actually feel and the way they meant it to be received like we just don't know how to do that we're so infantile in so many ways of communication that clearly when it comes to yeah. relationships it's too hard to really 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 discern what we actually want from a person and terms so like monogamy and polyamory and non-committal and non-monogamous are just they, they're confusing and they don't do us any are favors they? i do i think they are I because think open relationships 
Okay, why are they why are they confusing? Okay, so <laughs> let's just start with monogamy, for instance. I think on paper yeah. we'd be able to say, you know, in really rudimentary terms, monogamy means that, you know, we stay secure to this relationship and we're committed to, like, learning and growth and whatever. But within the construct of monogamy, it's not that simple because, you know, generally, like, you're finding ways to state your needs from different people in, in a non-romantic mm. sense. But that is still not... That still conflicts with what monogamy is. It's the idea that this is your person... And you don't go outside of this unit to to really flourish and get the things you need. But we do that all the time. We like we mentally dapple and we and we mentally like shift outside of the relationship dynamic to be fulfilled. And then we jump back in when right. we feel secure. And then we jump back out when we don't feel secure. You know. And even within right. the expectations of that, you know, like how often should we talk to each other? Should we be planning our futures together or separately? Are we one and one yeah. is two or are we one and one is three? You know, it's just not that simple. And I feel like a lot of people <laughs> are just happy to be kept and happy to be picked. And they don't want to rock the boat by trying to sort of really articulate what what they fundamentally want from a person. Okay, well, where are you? Where are you in romance? Because all of the all of this sounds conceptually like I feel you. Mm. I'm there with you. Yes. But okay, where are you? Like, do you have a man? Are you single? Are you in between? I love this auntie chat. <laughs> so, okay, <laughs> so for context, so I was in a long term relationship for almost two years, and we broke up like six, wow, five, seven months ago, around the time. Yeah. And that, that's what I was saying before. I feel like I was mentally single for a lot longer than that because I wasn't committed to the partnership. <gasps> I feel you. You know, I was kind of like, oh, you know I'm just in the dynamic. Yeah. Yeah. I find that a lot of times with breakups, especially us women, we've mentally clocked out weeks or months mm. before the relationship mm-hmm. actually ends. And then when we tell the guy, like, fam, this is not working, he's so shocked. Blindsided. And that's what I'm, like, (laughs) why are men, why do men get blindsided? How is it that we are both in this relationship? I've clocked that it doesn't work. You are now shook when I break up with you months after. This is just me retelling my last relationship. Like, it's actually, I'm triggered. (laughs) Like, do men just not have the emotional range to understand? Like, what? where is that dissonance coming from? It's, I don't think it's emotional range, but I think, you know, mediocrity is something men aren't afraid to lean into. And I think oh. as women, we're so spooked. It's like we don't want the, the plain, plain, common, common. We want the above and beyond extraordinary relationship and anything but is bad. But for men, yeah. they're just like, they're kind of like, oh, this is why. I actually asked um, my ex. I was like, I yeah. just, just want to know. So uh, a few months after, or a, a long while after we broke up, he came back. He's like, I just really you know, miss us chatting and I would love to be friends with you. And I was like, and I said to him point blank, I'm like, I don't know if you know what a friendship looks like with me or if, you, want a, or if you just want an emotional crutch. And Ooh. I'd rather you be honest about what it is. And he was like, I don't really understand, you know, like what you're saying, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I just really fundamentally want to know that if you knew, like I knew the relationship wasn't working, then why did you leave it to me to navigate that breakup? And he was like, I'm like, did you not feel it? He was like, oh, I felt it. But like, you know, like sometimes, sometimes things are down sometimes they're (gasps) up. That is exactly what my ex said. I'm shook. I'm triggered. (laughs) What did you, what was your response to that? I'm crying. (laughs) Because it's frustrating because I was coming through with like really articulate paragraphs and like I just want to, you know, 
throw back to what you said here and, and this is what I said in response. And I was just mm-hmm. really frustrated because I was like, you know, at the end of the day, I think that, you know, before we get into the nuances of what did and didn't go wrong, I don't really care at this moment because I'm so far from this relationship, but I, but yeah. I hate to kind of rehash it for you to make, for me to make you think that we're rehabilitating and we're on that path <laughs> of getting back together. Oh my I, God, you're I so just have questions. Um, yeah, but that's, do you know what? That is, you can rely on me for that. I just, I don't mince my words. I don't want to confuse anyone. I'm not that, not that person. Yeah. But I think for me, at the end of that conversation, I was like, if you really feel as though you want to be my friend, I need you to articulate to me what you expect from this friendship. Like, what are your expectations? What are your lack of expectations? What does that look like to you on paper and in real life? He's like, I've never had to define a friendship in that way. I'm like, well, get to it. And then he didn't do anything. I'm like, and this is what I'm saying. Like, when I give you the space to come through, there's no thought. You don't want to put in the work because the same, same, plain, plain, common, common is fine for you. And it will never be fine for me. Wow. I think you've actually figured out the root of all, like, just the root of the tension between male-female relationships. Mm. I just think... It, it boils down to expectations and norms and yep. just like the as norms. women it's the norms I think mediocrity is a male norm especially as far as yes. like just human relationships I don't think men have substantial emotional relationships with each other like even if you look at like male friendships they're so vapid so, so light on yes. yeah so like let's just play video games and it's Mm. whatever whereas like with us women we're literally like let me tell you about my life like let me tell you about where i am like let's discuss existential topic let's dissect Mm. who we are economically existentially it's philosophically psychologically and men are just like so who did you smash bro yeah and it's just like that's the level of depth that level of depth is their norm Mm. so do are we doomed like is there no such thing as a healthy stable male female relationship (laughs) should we just all date each other like do you know what up until recently and i think it's so serendipitous that we're having this discussion now because i talk so for context i have quite a lot of platonic male friends that you Mm. know i'm starting to um make the relationships we have a bit more complex and delve into these topics and discuss and i talk to a friend of mine quite frequently a guy a straight male about our expectations in relationships and you know i was saying that i really want somebody who can articulate how they're feeling, who manages my expectations, but their expectations, just, you know, kind of like the relationship I'd have with a woman in the sense of like a platonic relationship. Like we know what we both want out of this. You're Mm -hmm. my friend. I want you to comment on my pictures, come out for lunch, talk to me, pull me up, whatever. And he he said to me, I think that if you met a guy like what you're describing, one that's really emotionally intelligent, one that's really progressive, you're not going to know what to do, like what to do with yourself. It's going to be too much. And then I met a guy and it was cooked. So... I will I will shorten this story just because I feel like we can discuss it in a later date. But I met this yeah. guy on a dating app, shout out. And it was one of those conversations when it was just on from the get-go. I mean, I my break, after we get into like the, how are you doing? What are you doing today? Whatever. My make or break question is, what do you, what do you wish people would talk more about? And what do you wish people would talk less about? And whatever that. they answer dictates where, because this, like, this is a fair call for you to get as existential, as literal, as imaginative yeah. as you want to, you know? Some people come back with things that are quite superficial. Like, I wish people would talk about sports more. I wish people would talk less about politics. But this yeah, guy said... Yeah, I'm done. 
Yeah, but this guy had this really sort of like nuanced answer about how he'd never wish people to not communicate because that is the fundamental issue with how, how much we haven't progressed as a society, that people are self-stifled and they don't feel as though they're able to have the foundation or the agency to share. So he'd never mm. wish people... And I was like, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Is this a, is this a, a husband? Anyway, <laughs> so, so we met... And to give you context for this conversation, like we talked about how patriarchy intersects with modern feminism. We talked about xenofeminism. We talked about memes, Ariana Grande, yeah. that kind of, like it was just such a diverse skew of information. I was like, wow, yes. like finally I found this person who can, I can like link up with mentally. And so we were like, you know, we, we chatted, we did that thing where you have sex on the first date because, you know, <laughs> just like dive deep. Uh, and then he's like, hey, can I see you again? And I was like, absolutely. Like, we're on the same page. He's like, but I just yeah. want to, you know, come in really quickly and, and just manage your expectations about relationships. And I was like, hit me. He's like, I don't actually participate or partake in sort of like, you know, relationships in that way. And I was, oh. like, I was like, interesting. And and to be fair, granted, uh, or given the fact that he was so progressive about so much in his life, it didn't surprise me. But I was yeah. like, can you kind of give me, an, you know, explain like to why? me. Why? Why? What does that look like? And he said to me, we're in this stage where we're so progressive about so many things, how we want to identify what we want to do with our lives, how we'd like our any relationship, whether it be platonic or intimate, to look like. And he's like, I think that I've got so much. He's like, I've got the privilege of choice that to me, to default to something so traditional, seems like I'm doing myself a disservice. And so he's like, I'm wow. he's like, in this stage of my life, I'm fighting against <laughs> that so heavy to kind of unlearn some of the ingrained um you know, ideals I have about relationships and connection. And I was like, <laughs> of course you are. And my Did mind marry was, him. So I was just like thrown for a loop ultimately. And then I, and then I, at this point I was like, okay, well, how do you feel about, you know, non-committal like hookup culture? Like, where do you sit on that? Because obviously we just met each other. We'd slept yeah. together, but he still wants to see me. So I don't really know what realm does this sit in? Right. And he said, you know, my concern with hookup culture that it, it does exist under the same lens as relationships you know after a while they do get stagnant they do get quite ritualistic and repetitive because you know people aren't in a position to understand that these sort of like uh you know sexual relationships can evolve in a way that doesn't always result into a relationship we can get more spiritually involved with each other or more mentally involved it doesn't always need to get to this point where the success of a non-committal sex you know no strings relationship is a relationship he's like that's that's not it. And he's like, I've never been in a relationship with someone where I, where that has been an option. It's always been like, we sleep together and then we eventually, you know, participate mm. in a relationship or we don't. And I was just like, damn. So this is what I'm talking about. When you find a man who's going to meet you on your level in terms of understanding he's, how progressive. He's so on your level. So like, on. <laughs> he's actually opted out. Of the exactly. Of romance. And he's like, I'm not going to try and. He's like, it's not my business to try and convince somebody to join me on this journey. He's like, it's completely self, self-fulfilling self and it's completely selfish of me to, you know, go about the motions of what would appear to be a traditional way of connecting intimately with someone. But also yeah. I'm just really aware of what I'm trying to do for self. And I was like, um, wow. let me give you space to flourish, husband. <laughs> wow. So, so are you guys like friends? Like what is the relationship? I have no idea. I really don't. I think I'm also, it's not my business really. I, this guy yeah. set, he set, you know, he set the precedent for how he'd like to engage in this. And to me, I've been in a lot of scenarios where I've set, my expectations and someone has tried to convince me that I don't believe what I've said. So if I've said to someone, <laughs> I do not want to be in a relationship, they're like, you do. And I'm like, no, I don't. So I'm respecting Men that he knows exactly what he yeah. wants. But I'm also like, for that reason, the ball is in your court. Like you need to, you need to educate me on what this looks like. 
and then I will see if it works for me, if it doesn't work for me. But I found a husband and I can't have him. And isn't that the irony of modern relationships? Because when they're even meant to align, they don't. (laughs) And I was actually going to ask you, like, do you think, have you met a guy Mm. who has actually opted into romance and was on your level? That I've actually been in a romantic relationship with? No, just, just a guy that, you know, that you have or haven't been in a relationship with and you believe, like, this guy is emotionally, spiritually, and, and physically, actually, because that's important, and physically on my level. <laughs> the silence. <laughs> Do you know what, though? End of 2018 and 2019, I did yeah. definitely... I have... You know, when you when you commit to proactively dating, you do meet a really you do meet great people. And I've met I only met one guy that I feel like fits fits the brief. And we started on that like, are we dating? Are we not dating? But now we're just yeah. great friends. And I think that you know, even when we aligned like physically, spiritually, maybe not spiritually, because he identifies as like a lowercase atheist. And I'm like, mm, okay, um, ooh, you know, <laughs> how do you, you feel know. about that? <laughs> we, that's 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 another that's a whole other point. That's a whole other point. Uh, and, and mentally, there were still things that I was like, you know, it's not completely there. And I don't want to have to, like, make things so malleable and flexible and push them into this, like, pre, pre-packaged pre thing. So I was like, you know what? Yeah. This, I, like, it looks like it could be right, but it still isn't right. Let's just be friends. And we're great friends. So, no, oh, wow. I don't think I have. Well, I really struggle with platonic male relations. Like, I don't really, really have, Yeah, like, all of my male relationships end up being romantic or, like, <gasps> sexual. Like, That's interesting. Oh, uh, mm, You know mm. what I mean? Like, I, I don't think yeah. I have, like, a purely platonic, like, this is my friend. You know? Damn. And I wonder if it's possible. Like, can men and women truly be platonic friends? Like, Absolutely. outside of the context of, like, work and, like, Mm-mm. family. and You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. like, boy meets girl and they are yeah. just friends. Yeah, absolutely. Can, I, okay, do you, don't um, you think the world is too libidin? Like, the world is literally run by the male libido, I feel yeah. like. And men i don't know if men are able to consume women outside of their sexuality that's a word (laughs) you know what i mean yeah you know has a man ever looked at you and like he wasn't thinking oh he wasn't undressing you with his eyes or like you know or vice versa i think yeah yeah i so if i look at like my platonic male friends let's say i've got we've got five of them that i would go to day to day like we're talking about who i had sex with if i'm on my period like my career goals or whatever and i think there's only one that i've never had any like we both never had any sexual feelings towards each other but we can both acknowledge that like we're attractive and whatever uh, or attracted to each other but not in a sexual way like we'd never cross that line and i think there there's one that i'm kind of like two 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 that I've slept with, one that I'm like, you've got a girlfriend, but as soon as you break up, that's a husband. And then three, I'm kind of like, grey area. Well, like, it's grey area. That's like, it's circumstantial. Yeah. Like, I might kiss you. I might not. It's whatever. Yeah. But I also think that having so much rigidity around how men and fe- males and females or m- male and female identifying people should interact is what yeah. causes it to be so hard to maintain those relationships you're kind of like well, we could never do that because we're you know there's potential we that we could potentially now. like yeah. no it's kind of like whatever like you know it bl- blurred lines works well it's just a matter of how how much you're willing to like how important those relationships are for you to 
put rules around them or essentially no rules. But it works yeah. well for me. I didn't I become a really well-rounded person until I had the male perspective in my life often. I think that's what I need. You mm. know what I mean? Recently, I just came back from the Sunshine Coast, I told you, where I was there with um, Vice and we were shooting a content piece about going on blind double dates. Ooh. And I ended up going on this double date with this guy and he told he was asking me like what, what my ideal first date was or what kind of first dates I was having. And I said, recently I went on a first date where the guy took me on a picnic and he... Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. He had bought the so picnic cute. blanket and the food and the drinks and the cups and his dog and was just like he had managed everything. And I was like, that's really lovely. But since yeah. then, I've had this conversation with this guy that we have like no no romantic feelings for each other whatsoever. But he, yeah. it was so, I felt like I had to have that conversation with him because everything he was doing suggested that he was trying to be romantic. He said he right. wasn't. He said he was being friendly. Really? Absolutely. Who knows? But then this guy he, that I went on the date with said that every date he'd go on, whether it be like the girl he just wants to sleep with or the girl that is a wife, he always cooks for her. So he's like, I want to set a good impression, so I cook. I'm like, that's confusing. Don't Honestly. cook. <laughs> <laughs> if you cooking. cook for me, like, I'm just assuming that you're going to ask for my hand in marriage. Like, Immediately, like within the next five to seven working days. Yeah, and when you don't, like, now I'm... Con- but I think I also, I can relate to that on the other end. I think I usually do the confusing I think, like, I just Uh-oh. have a flirtatious nature. Like, I'm a Gemini. I like Uh-oh. to flirt. <laughs> but I just think flirting is just, it's a sport. You know what I mean? Oh, like, yes. It's Brain just... training. But I've no... men are so emotional. Mm. And the men, if you smile at a guy, he thinks you're ready to marry him. <laughs> he's re- Like, he's ready to have your children. So it's, we really do just speak different languages. We like, do. Wait, so for it's context, what, what is your romantic situation? So I have Bay. It's funny, I <laughs> I was in a relationship um, and it's all, it's kind of awkward because like we made a whole video on YouTube, lol. Um, I was in a relationship for, I've never been in a long relationship. It honestly lasted like not even two months. <laughs> but um, I was in that relationship and- We gotta talk about that in a second. Other. Oh yes, but we've we'll known to each it. other for a couple of months before that, and honestly, I had just ignored a lot of red flags. So my kink is like intelligence, and because he's academically inclined, I assumed oh that must come with intelligence, and it didn't. He ended up actually being quite um, the opposite of intelligence. Intelligent, um, just not not a thinker at all Mm. um and that ended up being an issue but also he got really really comfortable and just stopped putting in effort and this and this and that he just felt like oh i have her so Mm. we're good 
um and i would keep bringing this up to him like yo like this relationship is dying yo like i'm not happy (laughs) i'm not happy in this relationship like what are we doing and and he just like would sort of brush it off and be like no it's all in your head like stop making up story okay gaslight another red flag literally um and then eventually i was just like okay fam and what really triggered me was i just i simply met someone else who treated me better and i was like wait i can do i can be with this guy Mm -hmm, who mm -hmm. treats me like a queen who's buying me abc who's you know texting me talking to me engaging me on like a philosophical psychological just like you know giving me all the things so i was like wait i can be with this guy and i'm over here settling so then i realized i'm settling and i told him let's just be friends and he threw a tantrum did you mean that when you said let's be friends i actually did because i i thought he had the maturity to and here's the thing he really isn't a trash guy he just is not intelligent and that's my fault for ignoring those red flags um and so i thought we could just be like just homies um but that wasn't the case i think for him he took that as oh this is my second chance oh no so it really just didn't it just didn't end up working but yeah shortly after that i just started dating someone else who i'm with right now um He's Jamaican, so he'll probably ruin my life, but I'm (laughs) mentally prepared. Mm. But he's actually a genius. He's like the smartest person I've ever met, male or female. Um, Very like emotionally intelligent, this and this and that. I'm no longer attached to permanence, and I think that's Mm. one of the things that ruined my last relationship. was my attachment to like we must be together forever Mm -hmm. i'm at a space now where i'm like i'm just going to enjoy this human for as long as we enjoy each other and if tomorrow we just don't enjoy each other anymore like we can repurpose the like it does yes not everyday romance you know not everyday romance not everyday husband not everyday husband come on now every day and so yeah we're in that space now and we'll we'll see where the things go um but i think like one thing that i've learned from my last relationship that i've taken into this one is to leave expectations at the at door. the door like, at the door fam. like they don't don't do even anything. let it cross the threshold oh no not <laughs> don't invite all. it in <laughs> not at all because i think when you attach a purpose to a relationship or you attach an expectation or an outcome it's done it's already finished yeah because you can't like you you had there are no you can't control any outcomes and like there is no such thing as a good or bad outcome so it's like why even bother when you can just live in the present moment and enjoy the human being for who he is and what he's bringing so that's where i am right now it's also early days so yeah we'll you know early days we'll see early days are the best days but i also think back to leaving expectations at the door yeah but we need to do that because i think that when you don't do that anything that doesn't align with the fantasy that you've Mm. spent years and years and years constructing seems like a huge failure and how many times can you experience failure in a relationship you're like no i don't want to do this anymore 
and your insecurities wow. come out of nowhere and it's just like you're like this is not working it's not right he's supposed to do this he's meant and it's like nah right yeah what what for you what do you think you learned from your last relationship that you're gonna take into your next one if you even want to have a next one i think for me it was like when someone shows you who they are believe them and and don't don't participate in something with the idea or the expectation again that it's going to work out the way you want it to I think for me, I, I really thought I was steering the ship alone and somebody else just fed into it when I needed them to. Like, be this right person yeah. for me. If you're, not, if you're not with me, you're against me. Like, pull up or don't. And I think I was like, do you know what? I think for me, I was really combative in my relationship because of expectations and because I feel like I constantly need to be consistent and prove myself to like my friends, my family, my colleagues, that I'm the person that you expect me to be. And then I'm gonna right. live up to those expectations that I thought everyone else did the same thing. And he was so happy to be wow. flawed and human. And I was like, oh, no. Like, I get that you're comfortable with not doing what you said you would or not being on time when you said you would or, you know, speaking on that idea and not fulfilling it. But I don't, I'm not into that. And then I thought, that's none of my I think business. You're the same person. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. like, this was me in my last relationship. Yeah. Mm. And I thought to myself, or oh, like the big tipping point was I, there was this scenario where after we had been in a relationship and we we're still navigating, like, we should be friends territory, um, I went into like a friend, I went to his friend's house party that happened to be at his house. And you know, seeing him in that dynamic, it just was too comfortable. And I think I was reverting into like relationship a little where I was like, felt like I had yeah. to tell him what to do and how to do it. And then I thought to myself, you know, physically, mentally, spiritually, like if you're going to invite somebody into your space and vice versa, you have no control of, over how they feel comfortable to, to be in that space. And if you're the mm. one who has the discomfort, then you need to unpack that, deal with it or go. And so I had to go. (laughs) How do you know when it's time to leave a relationship versus when we should like fight for it? How do you know? Mm. I think it's the frequency of the issue that's causing you to want to leave. I think you think, you know, there are a few things that are reoccurring issues. And I feel as though if it was reoccurring, it means you haven't yet figured out the way to fix it or it's one you can't fix. So you bounce. Wow. You know, and I think they yeah. might, let's say your red flag is like, oh, um, he gaslighting. Smokes, yeah, he gaslights me, you know, and you're yeah. kind of like, you know, maybe I can help teach him what that is, teach him how to navigate that, you know, help him out. And then it's been, you know, 12 months. You're kind of like, okay, well, I still feel this way. Babes, get out of there. Like, it's yeah. simple. I also think that, you know, when it comes to relationships and the reason why, because I think for a lot of people, leaving is not an option. Like, no, I'm in this. Like, I finally found someone. They want to be with me. I get sex on the regular. They came. Neither. Just get out of there. It's cool. Literally. Find another one. There's always another one. Yo, there are more than 8 billion humans. Oh, on I was going to say. Like, you saw that statistic, right? Like, I think somebody literally. tweeted it. Like, there are 8 billion people on the planet. Even if 1% of those people are interested in you, that's 80 million people. 80 million. Leave the Fam. one you're with. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it is okay. And you know what? That goes... When, the reason why I say leave, it's because, you know, even yeah. if you feel like a friend of mine, she's in a really quite like blase blah relationship, but she's like, yeah. it's not that bad. And I was like, you don't no. realize how mm-hmm. much you block yourself off to, you know, emotionally. Like you, you're an enemy of your own progress when you physically allow the barrier to stand in your way. Like that man yes. is the barrier 
and you're letting him sit there, build real estate, bring in plants, add decorations. <laughs> you know, like he's making the barrier look desirable. Wow. But it's not desirable. So like, why that, do you think she is staying? Like she knows that it's just like insecurity. Mad. And I think Just we're all the, the fear of like I can't fear. do any better because people make <laughs> people look at you being single like mm, nobody wants you. I wonder why, you know. Or alternatively, <laughs> trying to find a, a justification as to why you couldn't make it work. Like this is the one mm. thing you have to do: make this thing be great. And it's like you don't have control over somebody else. And I think that you know from the get go, if we as people were very clear with our prospective partners as to what we wanted from a relationship dynamic, we wouldn't feel as though we had failed when those two don't align. We just know from the get go. Wow. Yeah. You know, we're just we're just prolonging the important conversations or we're delaying them until it's like year three, like, you know, third anniversary. Let's talk about it. Are we getting married? Yeah. Or are we breaking up? Wow. I mean, do you th- do you believe in permanent love? Like, can romance no. really be? Per- that's how. Not at that's all. That's how I feel. Because Mm-mm. also we need to remember that romance was invented at a time when the average human lifespan was like 33. 30-something, 30 yes. Do you know what I mean? And so of course you're going to be with someone forever because <laughs> you're marrying that person at 17 and you're done. Like you're dead at 30, fam. Like it's, of course. Like we, oh, now gosh. we're living to be like 150. Like you're going to be with someone for 70 years. No, thank you. For 80 years. That doesn't even sound... And honestly, I have this theory that I was thinking about this yesterday, that the cause of a lot of our suffering is that we make things seriously that were made to be fun. And I think Come the, on the literal purpose of romance is just to have a good-ass time. Like, just get your titty sucked. That's it! Be with someone. Get your titty sucked, Get your titty sucked. Yeah. Like, have a good ass, have good conversations, Mm. grow, evolve, ascend. And that is all. If you're not doing any of that, like, why? please just, if it is not fun, why are you there, fam? People want to be oppressed so bad. People love romanticizing struggle and pain oh my gosh that, it's okay that to, to feel good episode. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that is another episode absolutely like, i'm ready the the moral of the story is like relationships yes. aren't meant to complete you they're a nice healthy addition to the mm. healthy fully emotionally intelligent person you are and i think yeah. selfishly if it doesn't serve you drop it facts and how do you know if it if it serves you or not? Whether if if it happy if you are happy, like if mm. it benefits you. Keep and it simple. It, Does it feel good? Let's do a little flow chart. Yeah. Are you enjoying yourself in this relationship? No. Why are you Dude staying? Him. Insecurity. <laughs> <laughs> the scarcity theory. Insecurity. Do you spend time working on yourself day to day? Yes. No. No. Read a book. <laughs> listen to this podcast (laughs) literally and this is what we're here for so to close up should we bother with romance or should we just delete it like how do you feel i think let's 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 work smarter and not harder bother with it but let's let's be i just think if you're not willing to if you're not willing to go with the flow and enjoy the journey Mm. then don't worry about it like if you if you're looking for something specific don't worry about it if you have a desired outcome that you're not willing to shift on 
don't worry about it. If you're not willing yeah. to discuss something that's less traditional and more fluid, don't worry about it. Facts. I think that's it. And just like keep it simple, fam. Keep it simple. Yeah. Do unto others what you want done to yourself. Eat some titties, you know, go down in your your, your significant other. Yes. You know, write them a letter, send them in the test to do their Enneagram so they can learn and work on themselves. Ask them when the last time they worked in developing their psyche. And that's it. And don't be afraid to be vulnerable. Try that out. Let your guard down a little bit. Let somebody in. And leave expectations at the door. So that's that's our sermon for today. <laughs> our dating <laughs> our dating sermon. Thank you guys so much for listening. Let us know what your thoughts are on dating. Who are you dating at the moment? I think we'll do another separate episode on like polyamory and like oh, monogamy. I think that's one yeah, yeah we need and to And also just dive if into. we would date ourselves, like would you date you? <sighs> as you are right now Mm -hmm. would you actually let me like would you date you yes the only thing that frustrates me about me that would make me think i was a red flag is that i don't drive so that's what i'm working (laughs) that's what i'm working on this year getting my license but i think that i'm committed i'm committed to making like i think that at the core the manipulate like the side of me that's manipulative does it for the greater good and i'm committed to like finessing it so everybody's having a good time we're growing we're learning like i'm emotionally intelligent i'm successful i'm willing to be flexible i'm always growing i'm committed to feedback like it's just i'm willing to put in work to make it work and we're like evolving and growing together would you date you would i date me i actually don't know and i think i'm (laughs) Look, we, I think the I have like yeah no I think I definitely have the emotional intelligence the self awareness um the affection the intimacy um the good titties to suck on get like, it there uh, the aesthetics you yes. know what I mean yeah I think my shortcoming is like commitment or rather maybe commitment I think I'm committed. But it really takes a lot for me to, like, stay interested in a human... Like, just to stay interested in someone. I think I've never... I've never had stability in my life. Not that I've had a bad... I'm, like, I'm just so comfortable with, like, the constant flux and the constant Mm. undulations of life. Like, that's my norm. Mm. And... And I'm also one to like, if something's not working, it's really not hard for me to let go. <laughs> so you out. Whereas, yeah, <laughs> I think a lot of people romanticize like loyalty. Oh, like, no. Bitches. No. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like quick side note, you know, when you're in high school and your friends like, if I did something bad and the police came, would you like lie for me? I'm like, absolutely not, babes. Like, <laughs> you take that with you. I'm snitching. Like, I absolutely will not. I don't have your back. (laughs) I'm out. I'm so done. Yeah, my shortcoming is that I'm a Gemini. Like, I'm Mm. just (laughs) such an air sign. Like, I really just be flowing with the wind. Like, as soon as something doesn't serve me, I'm really... And maybe that's not... I don't think it's a bad thing on its own absolute terms, but I don't think romance is constructed in that way. Mm-hmm. I think romance is built on this illusion of permanence and I just I've opted out of that so so in a sense you are the guy that I just went on a date with that I cannot have like that yeah. you you are him and that's Basically. why I respect you because I, I, I get it <laughs> and that's what I'm trying to get to you know what I mean 
I mean, I told I told my boyfriend that like, yeah, I really belong to no one but the universe. Mm. Like, like that's and that's just what it is. Like, I love you as fuck, but I just I just can't be claimed. I can't mm-hmm. be had, and I just as long as I'm free, like I'm good. So we I mean, are a handful. A lot. <laughs> yeah, no definitely. But we're happy to help people try and understand. So yeah, on that note. We'll see you in our next episode. Flex Mommy, where can we find you? Just hit me up on Instagram. It's Flex uh, Full Stop Mommy. And then from there, all the necessary platforms will be presented to you. Love it. Um, You can find me on Instagram. It's just my name, Boba Majila underscore. Or on YouTube as youtube.com slash Bobo M. Um, as your favorite African philosopher, your your favorite African auntie, just your favorite. <laughs> we are your faves, actually. Mm. Like we are your faves. Point blank. Point blank. So yeah, let us know um, what you'd like to hear from us. We'll see you in the next episode. You can expect us every Sunday, and let us know. I'll see you in the next episode. Bye. Bye. 